Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, how do you know when it's time to leave your company? Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week's episode. Everything I say sounds weird to me. It should be fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Whoever. If it makes you feel better, I feel this way 100% of the time. <laughs> 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 then we put out the show and people say that they like it. So. I think I asked you this, this before, but do you, do you guys speak uh, French or English at Shopify? Mostly English, but a little okay. bit of French. Um, actually, the, the funny thing is most people think I'm Anglophone, that I don't speak French. Um, and it's always the funniest thing to me because I still feel like I have a, quite a bit of an accent and I'm not where I'd want to be. And it's hmm. so clear to me, um, I guess, because I like listen to myself speak. Um, but yeah, most people don't know that about me. And my name's Kevin Clark, so it's pretty, pretty Anglophone. Um, yeah so. true true but yeah both my parents uh don't speak english oh wow wow i was surprised when i when i when i found out yeah so awesome. on, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lesson somewhere in there about your inner critic but <laughs> i don't know i i think you should always i mean for me it's something that i want to get better at and so i'm something that i actively work on but i also know mm-hmm. other people who are kind of concerned about like their english not being perfect and i'm always like come on man you're fine <laughs> no problem um so yeah i think we all have our own things that we we like to work on there true true i'm very self-aware self-conscious about <laughs> my english right so anywho okay well <laughs> Hopefully this is not a problem. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is the show, but we do have follow-up. Um, if this is a show. Follow-up. <sighs> follow-up. I swear, I swear that this is going to be the last time. That it's totally not. You listen, gonna bring you, this up. you listen to this, listener? <laughs> please, please. I <sighs> beg you, I beg you. If you have anything that you can send us that is related to shower dinguses let us know we need to give this alive this is this is like you know when uh on the apple watch you get like activity uh streaks <laughs> we need we need to keep the the shower dingus follow-up streak keep it going anyways oh, the other day uh, speaking of those streaks the other day i i broke like i ruined my i want to say 200 days wow Something like crazy like that. That's crazy. And uh, why did I, uh, you know, ruin it? Because of freaking time zones and traveling. Ah. Like <laughs> when you're traveling west to east, like you know, you you're like four hours not in a plane. You know, and then <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, Come on, man! Like, so and when, now when like, you arrive at home, just head straight to the gym. <laughs> Those last four hours. It's freaking terrible. 
Anywho, yeah, uh, sorry. So, shower dingus. Yes. This is the thing, recurring thing. Actually, I'm going to pull up um, to see when did we start talking about this. The inception. The creation of a monster. So, it was back back in February. Wow. 8th of February. Episode 89. We talked about uh, shower dingus. Uh, this, uh, the, the shower handle design um, of a lot of places in the U.S., and um, <laughs> it's still a thing. We're still getting new relevant information uh, and we're getting feedback from uh, from you listeners and from our own findings. And uh, the way I, I'm promising that this is the last time we bring this up in follow-up because if this is still no, a thing next week, no. I'm going to create like its own segment. Uh, do you know how there's podcasts about literally anything? Like there's a podcast <laughs> with hundreds of episodes about pens. Right, yeah, the pen addict. Yeah, yeah, the pen addict. Um, <laughs> I think at some point, <laughs> the shower just dingus addict, the just greater on spinoff. God, the shower dingus. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do a spinoff. It's like yeah, layout. I, I but, will bring you yeah. weekly news <laughs> in the world of showers. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Shower Dingus, a weekly podcast about shower handle design and everything else. <laughs> This oh, week is sponsored by Sam Sophus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this week, this week's piece of follow-up is listener Jennifer Aldrich. She wrote in, um, and she, uh, you know, she, <laughs> she's the real OG of shower dingus design infrustrations because listener, listener Jennifer wrote. Uh, a blog post, and I'm trying to pull up the date. When was this? I don't know. 2014. In the URL. In 2014, <laughs> she wrote about you know how terrible that thing is with pictures and all. And guess what? It is the same design that we've been, you know, popularizing across the globe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. So we're going to put a link for that in the show notes. It's, it's so kind of shocking that this wasn't the first result. I mean, I think I think Jennifer needs to up her uh, SEO game. <laughs> well, are you Googling for shower dingus? Because that's... <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, let's see if, if you Google shower dingus, if we're the first result. If we're not, I'll be... <laughs> I'll be I worried. hope so. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. We are... Yes, All the episodes. I don't know why I'm so happy about That's this. That's amazing. I... <laughs> Love it. We've cornered the market. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Anyway, thank you, Jennifer, for writing in and for letting us know about your experience in the real OG blog post about this. Um, for everyone else, you should you should check out that that piece. It's it's a, it's a short post, but it's it's very funny. Um, so yes, and I think that's it for follow up. I don't have anything else. Um, we're recording one day early than usual, so maybe that's why <laughs> we have one less day of uh, of feedback and and news and whatever. Yeah, uh, I guess. Um, I have a question. You have a question? <laughs> I do. My dude, I really want to get us a jingle because this is now a, like a segment. <laughs> oh man! Ever since the reboot, I feel like I want jingles for this show for all the segments and. And that is not happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. happen. 
I mean, I will make that happen. Either take matters into your own hands or just forget about it. I will. You know what? <laughs> you know what? When I'm editing this, I will record a jingle. So cue the jingle. This week has got a question for Rafa. I'll do the editing. Yeah. <laughs> is, is the jingle over? <laughs> the jingle should be over. Okay. Jingle okay. over. <laughs> jingle over. Okay. Oh, uh, did you spill water on your computer? No. No, I I slept a plant. <laughs> Slapping plants. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, All right, what's the question of this week? Okay, so just to set up some context. Um, so a friend of mine, like, she hasn't seen any movie, like, ever. Like, hasn't seen anything. Any um, movie? No, any. Like, ever? Anything. Never seen Stars. Never seen Back to the Future. Never seen like name it. She hasn't seen it. Um, but she saw a movie. Hi, she knows about uh, the concept. Yeah, yeah she like, knows about the concept of movies. <laughs> <laughs> she just hasn't seen a single movie. Um, no, she's seen uh, a few terrible ones. Okay. Uh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> so we started talking about movies, and I gave her like a giant list of movies that she should watch. Um, but then she asked me about like. I don't know. We started talking about movies and um, it came on the topic, uh, the movie Lo- The Lobster. Uh, and I mm-hmm. believe we might have sp- talked about it on the show before. It's a movie I really I like. So. Um, and uh, basically in the story of the movie, uh, basically people have to uh, get in, like, find a significant other um in less than 45 days i believe or uh if they can't do that then they will be transformed into an animal of their choice so my question is if you had to go (laughs) through a transformation uh to turn yourself into an animal which animal would that be um can i ask questions sure um if when we turn into an animal will we uh keep our human conscious like are we aware of things as we would as humans or are we like you know as dumb or as smart as the <laughs> the no, animal? So, like if i turn into a right. fish will i be able to hold retain memories <laughs> you know stuff like that so you're you um so you still have memory from the past and stuff like that, but you're not smarter than the animal you turn into, Wait. basically. Well, I, I feel like those are in conflict with each well, other. Well, so cause... basically, like, say you turn yourself into a cat, like, you couldn't, like, jump on the chair and still type on the keyboard. You know what I mean? I would or I wouldn't? Would well, not. Well, okay, I wouldn't be able to type, sure, but... Okay. You know what uh, I mean? Like fine. you you have you have memory, yes. so you you're conscious of the fact that you've all of a sudden just turned into this animal, but you don't have additional abilities that that okay. would Okay. Like well, I like I know like oh, here's this place I remember this or oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I if I go this way I can find the, the, my whatever and like remember right. when I was human. I just can't do anything that 
that animal wouldn't be able to do. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. I. I. I I'm. I'm. I'm leaning in like. My answer, I think I'm more leaning towards a cat. <laughs> like a house Maybe cat? Maybe a domestic cat or whatever. Sure. We can, do, we can be a house cat. Um, or I could go through the adventure. Why? Like, I, lo- I love like felines, and I think they're, like, they're so cool and agile, and they have personality. And uh, if you're a house cat, you have like pretty chill life and you're not going to be like your main concern is not am i going to be eaten in the next five minutes you know uh as opposed to like a you know an animal like a small animal in the jungle or whatever Mm -hmm. um you have a pretty good lifespan you know you live for like 10 years or 15 or 20 or whatever um but I'm also conflicted because I would love to be able to fly. Yeah, so any kind of bird. Yeah, like I feel like I want to be like a an eagle my, or something. My pick I, is I definitely, an eagle. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to be on the top of the food chain if I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but an eagle, then I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like cats are smarter or this is maybe just me projecting <laughs> but like <laughs> an eagle just seems like there's nothing there. It scans for mouse, but you can for mice fly. And, I can, but like a week in, and you're going to be bored of flying. It's not going to be what? a novel thing anymore. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay. We're, we're continuing the tradition of me being disappointed by your answers. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. I give you the choice of any animal on earth. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your choice eagle an eagle yeah, well see my eagle was eagle was my my plan b but uh an eagle i feel like it would be way more exciting in the first yeah. month and then just boring and sad and lonely uh, after that because like eagles are very lonely animals as well uh and like cats hang out with other cats and humans <laughs> and stuff and 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 i don't know if this is cheating but if I'm a house cat, um, I could watch TV when my, you know, when my owners are watching TV or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm able to retain that human consciousness. So. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going let, to let you give. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the opportunity for you to redeem yourself. But first, let me tell you about. Envision. Envision is the digital product design platform used to make the world's best customer experiences. Uh, They provide design tools and educational resources for teams to navigate every stage of the product design process from ideation to development. It's used by more than 3.5 million people. Holy crap, that is a lot of people. use it to uh, rapidly design prototype products uh, before writing code and even collaborate across their entire organization. Um, It's used by companies like Airbnb, Amazon, HBO, Netflix, Nike, Slack, uh, Starbucks, even Uber, uh, (laughs) but also Shopify. We use it Um, and it's great. We love it. I one of my favorite things is just like going into our company Envision and just browsing 
random people's projects. Um, it's always a great way for me to be inspired and know what whatever is happening in our company. Um, I also use it all the time to collaborate with a designer that I'm working with in India. Um, so it gives us like a, an easy way to comment back and forth um, in a async way. Um, so I really love Envision. It's great. You should use it. Um, so if you, you're just hearing this for the first time and you're like, what? Envision? I did not know about this. Um, what do you do to learn more about it? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is go to envisionapp.com. That's envisionapp.com. And our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week of Layout. Um, okay, so now, now it's time for you to redeem yourself and tell us about our main topic. All right. Our main topic today is brought to you by... <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so as you probably uh, heard on the intro, um, our main topic is how do I know when it's time to leave my company, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was inspired by, uh, not by personal experience this time, <laughs> <laughs> it was inspired by, I was browsing uh, Jared Rando's uh, project, uh, Ask, Ask Playbook, Playbook. Yeah. yeah, askplaybook.com, which is a great resource. Um, uh, if you do not know, is this website in where um, uh, you can ask career advice um, for designers, um, you know, and, and people will uh, chime in and and help you out. So, anyway, so so I want to <laughs> I want to just make a disclaimer that no, I am not currently looking for, <laughs> you know, I'm not looking to leave my company right now. Um, no alarms here. It's really just because I saw this this question online and I thought it was interesting to talk about it. Um, I think designers are famously, um, I would say, more than other professions, but like they're famous for being you know jump around companies or jump around jobs. Um, we have a very short lifespan um, at a company. I would say uh, just from experience and from just <laughs> looking around it seems that that seems to be the case especially like when you compare it to other professions or other uh even in our in our little group like if you compare it to engineers it seems that uh, i'm pulling this number out of my ass but i feel like it's it's a year and a half like an average that a designer stays at one place and then jumps around uh which is a very very short span yeah uh and i'm already past that uh <laughs> at, at Netlify. um so I thought it would be interesting. Like, why do we designers uh, usually don't last that long at a company, at a job? Um, and and how do you know, like, that you should leave or you shouldn't? Um, so I don't know. That, that's like me introducing the topic. But um, what do you think? Do you think this is this can be cool? Yeah, for sure. And uh, for the record, I'm also not <laughs> currently looking. <laughs> to quit yeah. my company usually our, uh, our topics are very uh, like a reflection of how we're feeling and what we're dealing with yeah not this week so but i think there there is like the reason why this topic appeals to me and is interesting to me is um hey i've i'm running up on five years at shopify um wow. which is like kind of a crazy milestone for this industry that we're in um yeah. and people ask me all the time <laughs> um if 
I am willing to change companies. <laughs> I get asked a lot by different people when, when they hear that I've been working at Shopify for a long time. Um, and so I've been sort of forced to ask myself, like, do I want to want to leave Shopify? Uh, and what would it take for me to, to leave? Because, um, I, I mean, you know, I don't just want to stay at a company because I've been there, you know, like I, I don't think that's right. my goal. Um, so, yeah, I think it is an interesting question to ask yourself, like, what is going to be best for you, <laughs> really? And, and you have to periodically, even though like, like me and I'm sure like you, Rafa, like we really enjoy our jobs, like you should think about that stuff. Um, cause you never know what might be best for you until you right. start asking these questions. Um, so a few things I think that I ask myself is one, I'd say like, obviously the, the bare kind of minimum, like entry level question is like, do you enjoy your, your job? Yeah. Um, cause I think that's, that's probably like a quote unquote easy one. Like if going into work in the morning feels like a chore and you hate it, then maybe you should quit your job. Like <laughs> then it feels like you probably have a, at least sort of an idea that you want to quit. Um, and then the question would just be like, when would be the right time? Um, and we can kind of talk about though, that separately. Right. Even though that, that seems very obvious and like, uh, I would even dare to say that <laughs> for some people that is not enough because then like if I if I don't like my job and I hate uh, like I dread going in the morning to the office one could argue that well you can fix that you know you can change stuff in your current situation to fix it um and I've like okay we can talk about that later but uh like I've changed stuff I've been like unhappy with certain aspects of my job and then talk about it and try to fix it and change how i work so that stops being a problem <laughs> does that make sense because hmm. um, yeah it's not like if i'm not happy something is wrong you know quitting is the best right uh best play there um yeah yeah that that's kind of interesting uh because i i don't know that i've ever seen it that way and i think that probably speaks to who i am as a person like i that's one thing that i realize is i don't tend to try to change people too much and that also applies to companies where <laughs> like i'm a you know very direct person so if i have feedback for you like i will give it to you immediately but um, so we're not talking about like, oh, like I feel bummed about like this one thing this person said today. Um, but um, yeah, in general, I feel like, um, I don't know, like there, there is the easy things that I can directly influence that will make mm -hmm. things easier. But I rarely think of, okay, like here are these like fundamental problems that I have and let me see if there's a way that I can change them. And I think you're right. Like that's probably one thing that you should do at, at mm -hmm. least to at least try it. Um, 
that's probably very like it goes hand in hand with the fact that you know like if you join a company in a very early like startup days um like and i speak for myself i i've never really like worked at a big big company like i think the largest team i've ever worked uh, with we were like 30 people mm-hmm. 40 people so very still small companies and mm-hmm. in, in, in the big picture stuff but um so because of that i always felt a sense of ownership of the company not like that i own it but that i i'm part of it like i'm not working for them like i'm working with them you know like i so and because we're so small and early like hey if my company is you know treating their employees poorly i my first instinct is not well, then I'm going to leave this company because I don't want to work at a company that treats employees poorly. Uh, my first instinct is, well, let me try to change that so we're not a company that treats employees poorly, right? Because, <laughs> yeah. again, we're still such so small and such a small team that, that I feel that I, I can have that impact still. Um, and, heck, even in Atlify, like that's from the beginning. Like I felt like I was building this company as... Maybe I shouldn't feel this way, right? Because the company is not mine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's great to have that sense of ownership, and I like generally think that it, in many cases it is the right move. Um, in some, though, like I find that some people sometimes try too much. Um, mm-hmm. Like there are things where it's going to be really difficult for you to change someone's mind. Like anytime, I mean. I don't know. I don't know what I want to say about this, but um, like there in, are that can be like fundamental core uh, yeah traits that, and that, I think some people yeah. are too good to their companies. Basically, of like um, mm-hmm. my sense is you don't have to put up with this. Like you could, I mean, you can like you can climb this and fight this uphill battle to just get the bare minimum you know of like things that you'd expect from a company or you could just leave and find a company that is gonna treat you a lot better like and Mm -hmm. i feel like in this scenario that we're in obviously like like across the world like it might be different for your situation but there's so many companies that are looking for designers it's insane Mm -hmm. like there's demand everywhere um or i shouldn't say everywhere but there's a lot of demand in if you're like in some of these the big cities you know uh and even like you could work remotely and there's there's lots of options um so sometimes like and you have to make that calculation for yourself so obviously i'm not saying that everybody should by default do this but you have to make the 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 calculation for yourself of is this going to be worth all of the effort that i'm going to be putting into this um, right. because in certain cases uh it might be right like this is a great team there's like a couple things that they don't do great and um it's like super awesome to see that like you're gonna take the charge and make things better and that's super rewarding and it might have like great outcome and then as a result you might um have more responsibilities and that's a great way for you to grow that's awesome in other in on the flip side though um for some it might actually prevent them from doing their best work and mm-hmm. while they're fighting like their company to do things the right way uh well they're not growing 
And that's really sad for me to see um, when I like meet certain people who, who feel that way. So I think you have to kind of figure out in what situation you're in and what you're comfortable doing and what you're not. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think like first step, I think, I think you are right though, that you should at the very least try to see if you can make it work. Like if there, if there are things that you can change that would automatically make things better for you, try that, you know, cause mm-hmm. like quitting your job is sort of irreversible. Uh, so before you make a decision that you can't go back on, try a couple things that, that you can reverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think that's probably yeah. overall good advice. I think a good, a good, a good exercise is like, so if, if there's this one thing at a job, you just like, you feel like you can, you want to change, ask yourself, like, even if I change this, even if I fix this and this is no longer a problem in a year, Am I still happy, even though the, you know this is not a problem anymore? Am I still? Do I still feel good in a good, you know, in a good place? Because um, that's the tricky thing about, <laughs> like, the fact that there's a the fact that there's a lot of demand for designers. The fact that you know we have big companies. We we can talk about money later, but like big companies offering you a good paycheck and um, like there's a lot of opportunity. It's not just asking yourself like, am I happy? with my current situation um that's mainly the first question like am i happy if so you're fine if not you know try to fix it or look for a change the problem is in a lot of places like if i can ask myself am i happy the answer is yes but i could be happier you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like that just complicates things <laughs> a lot yeah yeah, um, yeah and i think like we'll get into that case right um mm-hmm. But so I wanted to address first like the if you're you know you're unhappy, <laughs> then it's like you have to deal with the situation. But even in the case where you are happy, there might be cases where the right decision might be for your job. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's I think where like the conversation gets really interesting. Uh because there's no right or wrong answer there. There's a couple things you can use to help you make a decision but it's it, ultimately it's going to be up to you um mm-hmm. so okay so uh, there's a lot of like things that we can talk about and i want to talk about like uh things that you value and you think it's important um for you to be happy and for you to do a good job and be you know happy at this place um to me and we can drill down and, and talk about all those uh, i have opinions <laughs> <laughs> but to me the question, like, you know, my big dog, the big whale of a question that it will influence everything else is, am I excited? Uh, maybe as opposed to, am I bored what I'm doing? Right. I can have a good paycheck. I could have room to grow. I can have, you know, the the ability to, to change roles and try something else. Um, I can do all that if I'm not excited about what we as a company are doing, about our product, about our mission, about our values, whatever. It's really hard to keep me around, right? Even if everything else is perfect and fine, the team is great, everything is great. Um, that is really hard, and and like that happens to me. I quit a job just because, like, I love the people the people I work with. 
uh, I love the leadership and the, like the, the management. I the paycheck was not awesome, but you know Portugal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like ultimately it came down to the fact that like, hey, I'm not excited about what I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? I could even be producing good work and and, and feel like I'm growing uh, as a professional, like I'm getting better. But I don't want to do this. This is boring. This is not. This doesn't excite me in the morning. So that for me is really hard. If that's not, <laughs> you know, taken care of, it's really hard to 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 keep me around. So I would say that's my number one question that I ask. Um, am I excited about what I'm doing? <laughs> it's really interesting that this is uh, one that you started with because I think that's probably the hardest one to. Yeah actually no for sure oh because i mean i don't know for you but like excitement levels are things that fluctuate a lot and absolutely you personally directly have very a very large control over Um, yes so it is interesting it's very tricky and I, i think you're right that is it is one of the ultimate um, arbiter or of whether or not you should continue being at a company but it's also so hard <laughs> to tell someone like hey are you well are you excited about this or not and i was like oh i don't know <laughs> right like <laughs> and some days i am some days i'm not um so yeah i think i, I think you're right but i think it's a tricky one um, it is because yeah like you mentioned it fluctuates so you're gonna have good days and bad days uh no matter what you do like right like you could be working on the most exciting project you could be working on the original iphone and you feel like you're gonna change the world but you know what it's a lot of work and you get stressed out and you're really like oh i hate this bullshit right so like there's it's definitely like a wave that you have to ride it out uh but you know you feel it Mm -hmm. right and and there are days like i'm overall i'm really happy right now um but there are days like oh you know like i think about doing other things or maybe you know joining you know just quitting my job i think about that even though i'm very far away from actually doing it right Mm -hmm. it's those waves uh but then you know something happened (laughs) you you wake up and you feel way more excited so just gonna have to write it out but i would still argue that you know you know (laughs) like you know when you're dissatisfied with what you're doing uh, and I'm not talking about like a bad day or a bad week or a bad month. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're like you're working on a project that it's taking you six months. Uh, I mean, this is not uncommon, you know, work on a project for a year, you know. Um, hey, we have a, like our sponsor in Vision. They've been working on this studio tool. Imagine working on that project for months and months and months and, and not having, you know, the like the dopamine of having users <laughs> like really happy about your work and, and no one is using this. So for a long time, you can't feel hard and depressing but but you also know about what's on the other side of the hill right mm-hmm. like you you know you know that it will end and it will turn around again i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so one of the questions that i ask myself is um do the company's mission align with my personal values and that to me is a really important question because at at the very least i feel like it's it's easier to answer yes or a no um and 
once like once you say no to that it's really hard it's like one of those Mm -hmm. things where i feel like you have very little control over as a as an employee of a company and so if at some point you wake up in the morning and you feel like i don't really align with this mission like i know that this is our mission but i do not care about that that's not something that i value as a person um then it's really hard for you to change anything beyond just being like well you know what this is not for me anymore um so that's one of the questions that i ask um all right so i'll i'll add in uh, another question that i really ask is do i have any control over my responsibilities and my role in this team company um and this again it's, it's it may it may be influenced by the fact that i am also like uh, mostly working with small companies so there's a lot of fluctuation around like what your responsibilities are <laughs> um but if i if like if i am put in this little box you're going to do this this way and keep doing it <laughs> uh i'm going to feel like claustrophobic mm. in a way <laughs> like if i feel like i don't have any um like any control over what i do and what i can pursue and like can i try doing this a different way can i like can i try do i have the option of maybe trying to be a manager one day or like uh, having any any type of career progression and like you know what i mean like if i feel like you know what in two years i'm going to be doing the same thing uh there's really no getting out of it um that to me is really it, it freaks me out a little bit so uh, ask yourself that like do you have any has have control over what you're doing um yeah, I and I think this touches on um another one of my questions which is am I learning and am I growing? Yes. And uh it I mean it sounds kind of cliché, right? Like should be growing. Um but I think it is it, it is really important. Uh and to me it's kind of a I almost see it as a transaction <laughs> where um <laughs> I feel like I'm, as a person, I'm like investing into your company and you as a company should also invest in me. Um, So I'm like putting a lot of energy, like making the company better, making the the growing teams, mentoring people. Like I'm investing into this company, like establishing ways of doing things and like uh, making certain processes better and, and so on and so forth. But in return, I expect that you do the same for me where, um, you give me learning opportunities, you give me, um, uh, you scale me in different ways that I might not even expect. Um, I need to constantly be um, in situations where I'm doing new things, that it's not re- like the same repetitive stuff over and over again. And like you mentioned, that there are, there is room for me to like kind of play within that um, mm-hmm. that environment that I'm not, stuck in that like in that box as you said where you get claustrophobic um so i I think that's important because if you don't get that then you're you're actually shooting yourself in the foot like it's it's a bad career move for you to not be growing the entire time that you're working 
you should always be feel like you're becoming a better and better and better designer or person or product manager or developer or whatever you're doing you should feel like you're working up to something and that you at the end of a project is a better version of the you that was before that project and because the whole point of having jobs and um like kind of trying to decide which company you should work for is like what's going to be the fast the best and fastest rocket ship that's going to take you where you want to be and i think if you're not growing like you're you're definitely not uh progressing um a good way that i like exercise that i have to kind of measure that um for the longest time it was i just felt like hey do i like the work i produced six months ago a year ago and if the answer is like no that looks terrible now <laughs> it was like a sign that maybe because you're better right now you're producing better work than before and by comparison your old work uh sucks <laughs> but more and more i've been changing um this way the way i look at this um because you know the work you produce might be a team effort right so it's not really just mm-hmm. what you did or you might do stuff that is not really like like if you're a project manager it's hard to look at your work right um yeah. so the way i measure this is uh, I, I i ask myself like if my current self were able to talk like have coffee with my you know one year younger uh, self like would i be able to teach something like give some advice give some guidance like would i be able to add anything um if not if we're on the same level that means that you're not growing really like if you feel like you would have nothing to teach your year younger self uh that's that's not that's not a good sign so yeah absolutely um I think another question you have to ask yourself, which is maybe like a slightly differently worded version of a previous question we talked about, but like, I like to ask myself, where do you want to be in the future? And kind of like project yourself a little bit. Uh, And I know it's like this annoying, like, where do you see yourself in five years type of interview questions that everyone hates. Um, But like, does where you are today align with your vision of where you want yourself to be in the future um so for example like if you're not doing the type of work that you want to be doing in the future then maybe it's not the right fit for you at the moment uh and maybe you should find some something that can like help you transition a little bit better into something new that you want to be doing. Like I have a friend uh, who used to be in design and really wanted to get into copywriting. And so the kind of work that she was doing was not right for where she saw herself in the future. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of make those moves in order to get to where you want to be. Because if you keep doing the same thing, then there's nothing that's (laughs) going to change ever. Um, yeah and and it's really hard even like if, if you're trying to change companies you know change your jobs it's hard to get a job like that it's wildly different than what you were doing previously yeah because that's usually why people hire you because they know what you've been doing right um so it, it, that might actually be a very dangerous thing that you might like f- 
you might be digging a hole <laughs> that you're not even aware uh and it's only going to hit you when you're looking for a different thing um like if you've been designing ios apps forever and now you want to get into web or whatever <laughs> like it might be hard right you might be cataloged even before you know it. it's like the, the boiling frog right like i've been into the web developer tools uh, for like two years now almost um that's something that i think about like is this really what i want to do is this the the space i want to be in or or you kevin you know like e-commerce is that the thing that you want to be working at um so it's just something that you have to just just be aware right if you feel like you know what i've been working for the web for the past five years but i really don't want to work on the web actually <laughs> uh maybe you know think about that maybe you could <laughs> start changing that yeah and like one one of the things that i think i mean at least some of us think naively is that like you'll be able to go from like the thing that i'm not liking right now and to in straight into something completely different and that there's going to be this one opportunity of this one job that's going to be perfect for everything and that's not always the case either um so in certain scenarios it's like finding a job that gets you closer to where you want to go um without necessarily being like all the way there um so like say you're like taking that same example like you're doing ios and you want to do more web then maybe you realize okay all i'll ever do on this job is ios so if my goal is to do web stuff let me see if i can find another job where, where maybe i do a bit of both but it at least gets like me in the door to doing more mm -hmm. web stuff so that maybe in the future once i have built that experience then i can find another job where i'll have full-time like the opportunity to work on web stuff or right. maybe you'll work on both and realize actually i don't love web and then you'll do something <laughs> else and that's fine right yeah that's that's yeah. all part of the part of the process all right uh one uh almost last thing second to last thing uh the team the people the people you work with yes. um this is a very tricky one because usually you don't know the people that you're going to be working with before you work with them <laughs> right <laughs> uh you know when you interview at a place you can you can get a sense of the people and like if you meet your recruiters or people you know have interviews and stuff but you don't really know until you you're part of the team and you get to meet everyone and you get to work with them for months for years um but it's a very important thing for me like it almost as important everything you also mentioned um and it plays a part in everything else we mentioned like feeling excited about what i'm doing um if the people if i love the people that i work with it really helps me get excited to work on the things i'm working on um uh, same like with the mission and the values if if the, the the i feel like my team members my coworkers are in line with me and i feel comfortable and secure in my happy place with this group of people that really makes you feel happier um so it's it's really important but it's really hard because you never know uh, it, yeah i mean i guess you could you could know if like you have a friend that works somewhere and you could work with that friend i don't know um that ever <laughs> happened to me <laughs> yeah um and i think it's one of those that um can be well so if you look at your existing job you might love everyone that you work with but you might still 
consider quitting your yes. job, right? Like that. And that's why it's I brought a it hard up so requirement. Later. Um, that like you can only quit your job if you hate everyone <laughs> that you work with. Um, I think in a lot of cases, like you, you will actually really enjoy the people that you're working with. But as you mentioned, um, you don't know all the other people that uh, the other companies that you might be <laughs> considering applying, and they might very well be super awesome too. You know, and changing jobs doesn't mean that you're not going to be friends with with the people that you used to work with anymore. Um, so yeah, I I'd say like you want when you're interviewing, you want to get a feel for um what the people are like um inside and outside of work, but uh, you should also not hold yourself back and stay in a position at a company that doesn't align with your values just because oh, I really like this one person that works with me or I really like the team. Um, I, I Yeah, and that's why I brought it so late. Like the My team, the people, is never the reason why I don't quit. You know, that's never the reason that holds me back. But is it's always... What I'm gonna miss the most, like it's always what I yeah. and I leave a team, leaving the people behind is always what what like it's harder. Yeah, for <laughs> about sure. Quitting. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So I have one kind of last one, but I don't know okay. if I have one that is better to talk about first. Uh, my last one is money. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that first, and then we'll do mine. Okay. Uh, elephant in the room, money. That's I would say all of all the reasons we listed, this is probably the most common argument for people to 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 join or leave their their job. Um, it plays a big role uh, on it, and it's it's tricky to talk about money because it's like, you know, it it really depends on on context and by comparison. So I may say that I may be you know. Um, be complaining about a paycheck but then like people can say well i earn way less than that i'm not complaining it is it can be a sensitive topic but i don't think it should be um like money for me uh it's something that it's never never like my number one priority um once i reach a certain level that like money is not a problem until it is right and when it is it's everything you can think of like if you have a if you have problems with money and you not be able to afford your rent and stuff, that is like number one priority in your life that you have to figure out and affects everything else. Um, but like we are fortunate fortunate enough uh, to talk from a position that like we're not there. Um, but like money and stock options and all that, it's uh, <laughs> plays a big role in uh, these decision making. That's why you know big companies that can afford a better paycheck like it's not uncommon to know people who join companies like facebook or google and then they hold on for like four years until they vest and then they're out right and and that really tells me something when i see people like when they hit their four-year anniversary at a company they leave like (laughs) you know it can be a coincidence but that just tells me that you were in it for your stock options and your your money, maybe. Um, uh, I don't maybe know not when you join, but like I don't know that that tells me that gives me weird mixed signals, really, right? Though, but like, how how can you blame someone for that? Oh no, I don't blame them. Like I don't I don't, don't, th- them, I don't think it's fair to judge people for that. Um no no okay, <laughs> I take it back. I'm not judging people. I would I would do the same, right? 
if I try on Facebook and I have like a big, you know, vesting options uh, like in four years, I would stick around. Like that's important. Money is important. Um, I'm not blaming people who do that. Um, I'm just, I mean, I started by saying that this is a big thing. Big, it plays a big role. Um, yeah. So for me, money is rarely a motivator. But for me, it's like a thing where it has to be at a certain level. And and for me, like money plays more into um, when I'm considering like joining another company more than whether or not I want to leave this company. Because usually like it's like, hey, if I've joined this company, that is because the salary was fine then. And maybe like I think you can have some reasonable expectations of um your salary increasing over time um and obviously like that has to happen as you gain more ownership take more uh, more responsibility uh but beyond that like it's not really something that i think about or am motivated by but say that i'm considering a company joining a company it's like well i kind of know what my work is worth and there is I mean, there is there's a number, right? Like where it's like, right. well, if it's below that, then like, sorry, but it's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, I feel like you have you have like a minimum that you want, right? And yeah. then after that, like, uh, paycheck can be like a tiebreaker if you're you know decisive between a couple of places. Uh, maybe the paycheck could, like, you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> dictate which one. like if you're really like leaning toward two options and one pays way better than the other one well maybe that will play a factor yeah and there there is something <laughs> to be said about like um having in certain i want to like be careful with how i say this like uh <laughs> but like there is something to be said of like a company who pays you your worth like that means in and of itself at least it gives you signals that this is a company that values your work um accordingly mm-hmm. to what it's worth whereas like mm. if it's compared to a company that pays lower then maybe they don't have the money and then whatever like that's another case but um you also want to make sure that like you are valued in your job um and salary is one way to do that so that, no, that's that's a really good point. Uh, yes, if like designers at at this company are massively underpaid, that tells you something about that company. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting. But now, okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you like, when you're not the company that pays the biggest paycheck, <laughs> paycheck, <laughs> that can also filter down some people. And again, I'm not judging, but. <laughs> Oh man, that's terrible when you say. But um, like, let, let's take the, our punching bags, uh, usual punching bags, like <laughs> Facebook and Apple. Apple, famously, it's not very competitive mm-hmm. in salaries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you want to be better paid, Google, Facebook, Amazon, all the other big, you know, top dogs, they're, they're usually they will pay you better than Apple does. Um, one could argue that by this fact, it means that people will never work at Apple because of the money. Meaning, 
people will work at Apple because they're really excited about the product and the work, maybe, at the company, right? So, I don't know, just an argument. I, I'm just thinking that this as I, as I go. Um, you know, it will filter down. Like, people will not be joining Apple in this case because they're looking for money. Yeah, I um, mean, in the, in this case, though, like, I don't think Apple's the lowest-paying tech no. company, <laughs> like, no. all, either, so that kind of makes this argument like a little bit more murky than that um because like doesn't mean they get get into facebook like they don't necessarily have all the same requirements and a person who might be a great fit at facebook might be a terrible fit at apple and like vice versa right mm-hmm. um i think it is inter- like there's something to be said there about um like I, like you can make up for certain of these criteria that we talked about in different ways right like i don't think that necessarily each company has everything at the same level like some people um for example like the question to do i align with the company's mission might be really really high so Mm. say in the case of apple like i care about privacy i care about like allowing people to like be creative and be their true selves and blah 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 empower people through technology I might resonate really, really strongly with that mission. And that for me could be enough to overlook, say, salary. But again, I have no right. idea what a designer's salary is, is at Apple. I've heard the same kind of rumors than you did that like Facebook pays more, say, but mm-hmm. I have no idea like what any of these numbers are on either side. So I can't even pass a judgment on like whether that's high or that's mm-hmm. low. I don't know. Oh, fair enough. By the way, you can check Glassdoor for numbers if you're interested. <laughs> fair enough. Um, um, all right. Do you have anything else? I have like one last question. Is it's like it's like coming out of the, sure. the topic, but sure, yeah. I have but if you have like anything after. else to add, oh, so you want to do it after? Yeah, I mean, I have a separate thing. Okay, mine is kind of separate as well. But all right. Um, all of this said and done, you know, you should be comfortable with yourself to to quit a job and move to a better place. Uh, also be aware of where you are and if you can improve your current workplace and if, if, you, if you like it and whatever. Um, there is one question that, like this is more at a personality level, I guess, that uh, really intrigues me and uh, I don't know how to answer this, so I want to ask you. Like, I know some good people, like good friends of mine, um, I know good people who are at this same job. Um, I would I would say like you know probably they're undervalued. Um, they're doing the same thing for like you know five, six, ten years. Um, like very small company, not very interesting products in my perspective. All of this, uh, and I know these people. I know they're extremely talented, and I know these people could like get a job anywhere else. Right, anywhere else, bigger, more exciting, you know, out of the country, and maybe like Portugal plays a role in this in this conversation. But like, like you could be doing so much more. But <laughs> they're happy doing this same thing for five, ten years. Mm-hmm. Even though for me, like it, this messes me up. Like, hey, but you could be so much better. But they they're happy. So who am I to? judge or to to think that i i know best for these people so 
one could say like if you're comfortable if you're right maybe you're not growing so hard but the stability of where you are and you know the, the familiarity of your job that is also important so for some people that is maybe the most important thing um and who are we to judge that yeah <laughs> that absolutely everyone has different priorities and right like quitting your job that's a lot of stress and yes. you might not want that at all or you might not want that right now right um and i think that's fine like say you're just like starting a family like some some people are totally fine with like starting like having baby a baby and like quitting their job and like doing all these things all at once but some people are like you know what my number one priority right now is being with my family and i'll like i know that the job that i have right now might not be perfect but it's fine and i can deal with that and i'll put all my energy in my newborn newborn child um so like there's so many situations where like i don't think it's fair for us or anyone to like put judgment or or blame on people for like quitting or not quitting a job or even like pretending that we know that this company is better than this other one like it's that is so hard to define because we right one we don't know what it's like internally like both either places also like as much as you might feel like you know somebody like you never truly know them like what really motivates them and how they're feeling inside so it's yeah it's hard to judge i i'd say for from right. outside because it's always always a risk yeah absolutely right? Because there are a lot of unknowns. Uh, we just mentioned the team. Usually, you don't know the team, the people you're going to work with until you, till you do. Um, but like sometimes, changing jobs also means changing uh, cities or you know countries sometimes or whatever. Uh, yeah, and that's <laughs> um, a there is deal. risk. Yeah, and you you really can only tell if you're going to be in a better place after you're there, <laughs> right? So it also plays uh, like if you're. Uh, you know, if your personality, if you're a risk adverse pre, uh, person, uh, this is a really hard thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, so no judgment, you know, <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so the last thing I wanted to end with is <laughs> kind of this catch-all at the end where you might ask yourself different questions like am i happy yes do i love the people that i work with yes do i have room to grow yes uh do i align with the company's mission yes am i still learning yes but there is <laughs> that better opportunity that just arises mm -hmm. where like the current job you have might be amazing in all these ways but but, <laughs> but <laughs> there is this other opportunity that is even more exciting even mm -hmm. like has something that like you never even thought about right that like kind of is just there um mm -hmm. and you have to make a decision on whether or not you take it and i think that is also a uh, completely fair and in some ways maybe the best way to quit your job is to not necessarily wait for that attitude of that like or that feeling where I don't like this job anymore. But like, if you're lucky enough to be in a situation where you love what you're doing and you love your job, but there's this opportunity that you know you can't miss, then like, 
go for it, you know, like, <laughs> and, and yeah. that's also fine. And that might be the moment where you realize, well, actually, I need to quit my job because I know that this is the right opportunity for me and I need to take it. Um, and, and, argue- and that's why, like, when people leave companies, it doesn't, it's not always negative. Like, some people can mm-hmm. leave the company and have the best possible things to say about the company. Because it's like, no, yeah. this is great. Like, this is as best of an experience I, as I could possibly have. But I had this opportunity that I couldn't pass out, uh, pass out on and I had to take it. And that's completely fine. I would even argue that just by the change itself, it's already a positive experience. Like, if you change from company A to company B, and they're in, all their, in all the metrics and all the measures, they're the same, by changing, I think you're, you're in a better place. Because you have more experience of that change. Um, this is tricky because I'm I'm speaking to a person who's at the same company for five years. So there's also like the the reverse co- of the coin, right? That yeah, you could say, well, I, but there's I'd also say, value at staying at one I'd, place. I'd argue, yeah, I'd argue that there's uh, strengths in both. Um, uh, to me, and that's like a more of a me thing. Um, like beyond the strength of either the new thing, right? Like learning new skills and like being new fresh on a job on on a job for the first time versus being there for a really long time and like building like experience and getting really good at a thing um Mm -hmm. like there are there are advantages on both sides for me like the thing that's i think is specific to me is the people side um Mm -hmm. like for me there is something to be said about being in like a group of of people that like you consider friends that like you're really close with versus another company where like you don't know and like for me it takes me a while to like actually become like really good friends with people um and so in that sense i think it's not necessarily like a if if all other things being equal uh it's not necessarily like a purely positive jump because you never know like what the other people might be like i can see hopefully that. they're uh, amazing yeah. and then like right. you grow to like them just as much as the other team before but it is kind of a maybe a short-term uh negative i don't know part part of me agrees with you uh but i like it's my it's it's a trait of my personality i like i'm excited by change um uh, so like by changing jobs a lot ish. I mean, there's, there's, you can't be constantly changing, then something is wrong. <laughs> uh, but like, there's skills that you learn just by changing. So adaptability, you know, be able to react to to actions and whatever, and and adapt to a to a to an environment and whatever. Learn new things, learn new contexts, whatever. As opposed to you know, really get to know a team, a product, a mission, whatever. Like, be an expert in that context uh, not really feel and hey I'm, I'm i'm one of the earliest employees identified right now right I, i'm feeling that the the benefits of of being around for a while mm-hmm. um but like to me it all comes down to like whatever job you have right now whoever's speaking you're not going to do that forever you will need to change and adapt even if it's like <laughs> i will retire and like I will need to change environments and contexts and whatever. You will need to change eventually. And then 
all of the skills that you learn by staying at the single place and learning the ins and outs, those skills are not really valuable at whatever that you're doing now that is new. Um, so part of me feels like if I would have to choose between adaptability and, you know, or, or, or being an expert is one single environment and industry and job, whatever, I would choose that adaptability because we will have to adapt no matter what. So does this make sense? I don't know. Yeah. I think that's okay. a great place to end it. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Have a beautiful night. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We have some side dishes <laughs> and recommendations. We do have some side dishes. Yeah, this is not over, folks. This is a long one. Jesus, dude. We're an hour or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not that long. Okay, let's do this one quick. Let's do this side dish. Fair enough. Um, you introduce it? Yeah. So we're going to be releasing this episode a couple of days after um, April 1st, which is April Fool's Day, a.k.a. the day where the internet is useless. Um, and this year brought its own April Fool's Day jokes. Um, so I was like trying to collect them. Um, so I saw one from MKBHD who was talking about the new Bigsby speaker, which is not really a thing. That was a hilarious video. Uh, Lego introduced a um, vacuum that will uh, color sort your Lego bricks. <laughs> um, and Elon Musk announced that Tesla was going bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think of uh, this year's April Fool's Day jokes? Kevin... I'm getting old. <laughs> I put my old man hat on and say, I really don't like April Fool's Day's jokes. Because like I feel like sometimes they're funny. Most of the time they're not. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, even like the MKBHD, so I didn't know about Elon Musk or the Lego. I try to avoid Twitter. Like it's useless. <laughs> I never know what to trust or what. Ugh. So even MKBHD, I played the video like coming in, I knew this was a joke, right? So I'm not—I wasn't fooled. Um, and I was like, "Ha, this is funny." And, but then I stopped the video like 30 minutes in because, like, yeah, fine. I mean, I don't have time. <laughs> like, I get it. But the video is like 10 minutes long. It's—it's it's, it's like an actual <laughs> review. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I never really did a April Fool's joke personally ever. I had when I was running Sketchcasts, which was this you know, place for you. I recorded videos on sketch. Um, I had this idea of doing for April fools, sketch cats. Um, cause that's like a common typo. And it would be, I would find and replace sketch by cats. And I would like record a video explaining how to cat. Um, I never actually did it because it took, <laughs> that takes time, uh, resources to pull that off for one day. It always feels useless. So, like I sympathize, I yeah, I can see how this is funny, but like that day, like it's funny after, like the Lego thing you just mentioned, I thought it was funny, but like in that day, I I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think where I draw the line is: Are you a company 
if you are a company, you do not make a joke. <laughs> like companies do not make April Fool's jokes. But I will allow people. Um, what about Lego? Lego? You mentioned Lego. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that was particularly good. Like, as okay. soon as I saw it, I was like, you're not fooling anyone here. And haha, it might be funny, but your, your Legos in my, my foot hurt. And I hate that. And it's, but uh, don't joke with that, man. This is yeah, serious. don't joke with it. It's sensitive, you know? It's like a flaw in your product. This is why people hate Legos. <laughs> um one of the only other reasons because legos are awesome otherwise um so yeah don't joke with that um (laughs) so but i feel like um i was looking at this elon musk thing and i thought that that was actually quite funny um and it's just like really well written and it is just some like great elon musk ism um (laughs) Like, one thing that's hilarious is that um, Tesla has reported its lowest quarter ever um, in March. And so he's, like, announcing on Twitter that they're going bankrupt, which is, like, obviously a terrible thing to do. But who the hell cares? This is Elon Musk. Like, this, like, I'm, well, I should double check, but... I think like messages like this genuinely have the uh, potential to impact the stock market, <laughs> and I like deeply appreciate the risk <laughs> that someone like Elon Musk <laughs> took um, for this elaborate joke. Um, and then like just some, I don't know. I I felt like some some great writing here. Uh, he says there are many chapters of bankruptcy, and as crit- critics so rightly pointed out. Tesla has them all, including chapter 14 and a half, the worst one. Um, anyways, so I found that quite funny, but um, I'm sorry. If you're, if you're a company, no jokes. No jokes allowed. Isn't, aren't April Fool's Day jokes set up to fail because they're not fooling anyone? Even if they're really well oh, done, it's April Fool's. Like You're always like in a defense. So they should just rename it like April Jokes Day because that's what they are because no one is getting fooled ever, I think. Um, so maybe, yeah, if you if you change perspective and see it from a different light, maybe it'll be funnier. I don't know. <laughs> April Jokes Day. Sure. <laughs> maybe if you make a fancy logo for it. Fine. <laughs> All right. Should we do recommendations? Let's do it. All right. Uh, you want to start or should I start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, so my okay. recommendation this week is um, a Patreon. Have you Ooh. ever done the Patreon? Uh, no, I never. So backed. this was my first is time. Is backed? Uh, I've heard many people talk about Patreon before. But I know of Patreon, but I never. Yeah, but I've never used I've it. I never became a Patreon. Yeah, that was my first time too. Um, and the Patreon that um, I I don't know what the verb you'd use here, like subscribe to, pay for, I don't know, sure. uh, that I'm a member of, uh, is uh, Jean-Marc Denis. So he's... Um, oh, that's how you say it. Yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> um, so he's French. Um, 
<laughs> so he's a uh, designer. He used to be um, the designer of Sparrow, if you remember the Mac app yeah. uh, for email. Um, and now works, I believe, at Facebook on Messenger. Um, I thought it was at Google. Or Google. Oh, because Google acquires Sparrow, so he was at Google. Yeah. But now, maybe now he's at Facebook. Something like that. Anyways. Um, He's super into 3D, um, and he's been making these awesome wallpapers. He has a bunch that are available for free on his website, um, so you can check out the link in the show notes. Uh, but he's now doing a Patreon. It's two bucks a month, and he just like keeps creating these awesome-looking wallpapers. Um, so yeah, I'm part of this, this Patreon, and I really like it. It's kind of cool to... Um, kind of see the behind the scenes of the process and how this all works and kind of i don't know it feels like you're kind of part of this small community um as weird as it sounds uh and i really like it so yeah it's great cool i love his wallpapers i didn't know he was doing a patreon thing cool uh all right uh i have one mine is an app for ios technically but i want to recommend the ipad version um it's called concepts and long story short i acquired an ipad pro um and i've been looking for for <laughs> i've been looking for Tell a nap more about this <laughs> maybe some other time <laughs> um I don't know if I'm going to return this or not. Anyway, I was looking for a nap. Wait, you bought it? Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> My God. It was, Why? there's reasons. We can, we can do this later. There, there, there were reasons. This is the worst um, timing to buy an iPad right now. I know. I, I'm you do this? very aware. Oh my God. Rafa. Let's leave it for another show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was, I, I was looking for, for a nap. I know what my question is going to be next week. <laughs> This week, Kevin's got. If you could buy something, would you? Yes or no? <laughs> yes or yes. <laughs> anyway, dude, don't salary. don't distract me. Don't distract me. Um, I was looking for an app in where I could sketch something with the Apple Pencil. Um, and and I had two other requirements. One, I could import uh, images and use images as part of the sketch. So, for example. I exported uh, like a stripped down version of Netlify's uh, UI, app UI, and then I could import that, that PNG and then sketch on top of it, right? Mm, okay, um, right. So that was one. And second requirement is was uh, that it could export uh, a vector uh, version of it in some way, like uh, SVG or EPS or whatever uh, might be. So I could then manipulate and tweak the sketches uh, on my Mac afterwards, after the fact. And so I think there are a couple options. Um, there's one from Adobe, Adobe Comp something. Uh, that's actually a pretty cool app in where you can do like, you know, you, you, you draw a rectangle and it will like convert it into a proper perfect triangle or a rectangle or whatever. You can do like a, a little X and it would replace it with like a placeholder image. Right, hmm, it's like right, a smart right. yeah. wireframing tool, mm-hmm. uh, but Adobe, and um, you had a lot of extra stuff that I didn't want. Anyway, I found this app. It's called Concepts. I think I became aware uh, of it by watching a video from Charlie, uh, Charlie something from Design Life. Uh, I forget her last name, 
Um, she did a review of iPad Pro and she recommended this one. So shout out to Charlie. I'll put her YouTube channel uh, on the show notes. Um, and this has a very first, a very interesting UI for the iPad, like really like different, but good. You know, sometimes when they try to be different, kind of gimmicky, and they're not really effective. Yeah. Uh, this is a very effective UI. Um, uh, it has like a lot of cool stuff, like automatic layer detection, and like you can every little scribble that you do, you can then like select the little thing. So if you want to like delete one single stroke, you could. Right, mm-hmm. you don't have like to bring the eraser tool and erase cool. everything. Um, so like the UI is very cool, intuitive, and different. Um, has all the features that I just mentioned, um, and I was really surprised by this. Uh, and this is the app that I've been using for all my sketches. Um, and so yeah, I will recommend. I think the app is free, and you get like a lot of tools for free. But then if you want. Like fancy exports or fancy whatever. I don't remember. I, I know that I paid a one-time thing, but uh, they also have they also have a subscription model of some kind. So anyway, interesting UI. Just uh, if you even if you don't have an iPad or you're not you know interested in this, check their check their video like on their website because it's, it's it's a pretty cool UI. So that's my recommendation. Awesome. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I think that's it. We we made it to the end of the show. Uh, so as always, if you want to talk to us and uh, maybe offer your own recommendations, uh, I could I could use some. So if you if you're like a, if you're a big iPad Pro user and if you have like cool apps, I would love to. Don't know. encourage him. <laughs> don't don't suggest <laughs> him more things to buy. You know he already uh, has a problem. You're like so. you're like just. <laughs> handing over this alcohol to this alcohol no here. no because just... i'm not hurting anyone um anyway you can do so at, <laughs> at spectrum.chat um that's where we hang Gosh. out um that's a tool that our friends are should building. have your girlfriend on um maybe someday should ask uh, her about your <laughs> shopping habits i'm afraid <laughs> so you can also follow us on the twitter uh, on Twitter, we are at layoutfm. I am personally on Twitter as at Rafahari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. Uh, we want to just give a quick call out for like anyone who's looking for um, like to promote your products. Maybe work at a company and work. You want to promote your products. Maybe you're hiring and you want to let other designers know. Um, you can you can sponsor this show. We are open to sponsorships. So if you want to do that, you can just go to layout.fm slash sponsors. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think it might be sponsor. Uh, sponsor. Without S. Anyway, layout.fm. We have a, a link and a button over there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, get, get in touch. Get in touch. Um, we would love to, to have your have you, have you your product or have your message, whatever, here. Um uh, yeah, so what else? We want to give shout-outs uh, to the following listeners. Uh, special shout-out to Samuel Chang and uh, listeners Darren, Ben, Ricardo for for sharing your... Uh, for sharing... I don't know, whatever you shared with us. Uh, you got in touch. Uh, you're part of the community. We love you. Um, you can find all the show notes and links to all other episodes, links to everything we talked about, our recommendations and stuff. You can do that um you can you can check them out at layout.fm on the web and uh we also are selling stickers so if you wanna if you want one of our stickers it's our little uh cover art um 
very high quality stickers from uh, Sticker Mule, right? Shout out. Don't um, don't spill our secrets. Oh, our own handmade stickers. Um, Bespoke, can, uh, handcrafted stickers. <laughs> our stickers with chamfered edges. Milk um, from <laughs> aluminum. A single piece of aluminum. Aluminium. Um, it's a it's a unibody sticker. <laughs> well, our, is it because you, you you peel the thing out? An so. unapologetic uh, <laughs> plastic. True to the elements, um, to the material. Anyway, well, this is got no. Um, uh, lastly, this week's is episode is sponsored Matt. by Envision. Uh, once again, if you want to know more about their product, you can check them out at envisionapp.com. Go ahead, uh, subscribe. Well, not subscribe. Go ahead and try comment their product. Like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> yeah, leave a comment. <laughs> if you like this episode, leave a comment and uh, subscribe. Leave to a the comment channel. on Envision. <laughs> yes. If you like this show, create an account on Envision, create your layout project, and leave a comment. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, this show is part of the Spec FM network. So if you're looking for more shows to listen to, uh, do so at spec.fm. I think that's it. There was a long outro. Boom. You did it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What's your blog? (laughs) (laughs) You have a blog? Oh, man.